0: Hey there, it's Ariel Hawani, one third of the fastest growing show in combat sports. I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm PT Carroll. And together we are 3Pac. Join us on the Spotify Live app after every UFC pay-per-view and become a part of the best community in mixed martial arts. Or if you can't make it, check out the Ringer MMA show podcast exclusively on Spotify. See you then. Love yous.
2: Shout out to that guy. The Majestic. Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Change. 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 change, change. 100%. A thousand percent. Confirmed. m mage
0: Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ma 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 mage
3: ma 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 mut mut ma 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 mut ma 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 ma
0: delicious chicken it was repugnant. it was report it's, it's professional
4: wrestling, wrestling.
0: wrestling. <sighs> the world's number one sports and <laughs> recreation podcast cheap heat and we, before we even go on the air dipperstein's complaining <laughs> he, he already missed last week all right because he's a he's he's got a lot going on professionally he missed last week we, we reschedule completely. We're doing this at a different time at the end of a long East Coast day. SGG and I are doing this. And Dipperstein gets on and goes, I'm not feeling good. I, I shouldn't even be talking.
4: <laughs> well, I, don't make fun of me, okay? I, I bruised like a peach. There was no fun. We okay. were just telling the people what happened. I couldn't contain my laughter and, and like the professional that he is. P had to get people caught up. They get in a cold open, a a rare cold open on this Yeah, we don't do a cold open every week.
3: (laughs) I'm very phlegmy right now. You don't seem actually (laughs) sick. You sound
4: fine.
3: That's because I look great. You do look great. You do look great. No, you also don't sound, but you don't sound sick. I'm I'm using my last bit of energy for the week, basically, to, to, to entertain the people. Well, they entertain they, the peckerheads.
0: Well, they don't do waste ma- it
4: about how talking about how bad you're supposed to feel. Give, right, the, right. give the people your best.
3: Uh, OK,
0: so
4: you'll get the best.
0: You can already tell who's here. I'm your forever. 24 seven champion Peter Rosenberg in New York City. We have the physically strong stack guy, Greg, in Philadelphia, and we have 35. Dipperstein in Los Angeles. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you think you know people <laughs> in this
0: town.
1: Wow
0: Wow. What, what are your thoughts on?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK. Um, oh God. By the way, by the shout out to the woman who decided to tweet me and just go, "At Rosenberg Radio, podcast really falls off without dip. That's it. Some, something like that. That's all they said. I said, "Oh, thank you, you know what? Go scratch." Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate that. I, I love that you I love that you love Dip, but there wasn't a way to like wrap a compliment into that. Like, really love the podcast. Miss Dip this week. Even 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 would, even
4: something like you know I've been with you guys for this this long. I'm really right, enjoying right. this era. No, but this
0: is the only thing I hear from you. It, it's like she must be Jewish. Uh, D- Dip with a complaint, just complaining out of nowhere <laughs> without anything.
3: She seems like a great guy.
0: Dip set the tone.
4: <laughs> Dip set the tone for that. That's
3: you yeah, did. This is fits, fits right in with this podcast today. Um, you gotta right, give Sh- the people what they want, not what they
4: expect.
0: What is uh, what is going on outside the ring in the world of professional wrestling?
4: Shockingly, I haven't heard anything about MJF this week. Um, oh, which is all right. It's getting crazy. I do hope he's all right. Uh, maybe he'll resurface. The
3: man's completely MIA. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I, there's, there's paparazzi searching in every bush in Long Island, hiding hiding in every shrub uh just trying to get a glimpse of him that's what i heard
4: hey maybe and, and he's no like me maybe he took a two-week vacation in hawaii and he's just relaxing uh recharging and he'll be back soon who knows i'll tell and you I, what you know, I, he's I, missed I, he is I missed. think
3: oh beyond bed bath and beyond
4: I, I i think there's a
3: chance that i might go on vacation in august what are your thoughts this is a word it starts with a v I've never even used the word vacation. I don't even know what what a vacation is. Well, it would be I interesting. Th- it would be
0: interesting that you would do it now because we know that you're dealing that, you know, you're having a lot of professional intense changes right now. And mm-hmm. now would be the time that you'd say, hey, I'm going to take a, I'm going to disappear.
3: I got to tell you that people value uh, value the two week vacation or the one week vacation. There's a lot. They, of they the do. Oh,
4: you're, are you're sensing
3: you're sensing vacation value.
4: Yeah. it oh, you yeah. lose it.
3: <laughs> use yeah, or lose that, it. basically so. that's the attitude. So. Um, you know, instead of just like maybe going to Florida, you know, to Delray or Boca or gallivanting around the Upper uh, West Side of New Your York and going, to the and, buy, and going to Cinderella and going to Cinderella and buying dips and, and mm, that is made, that for, does for the Rosenberg family, I think I might it. go like to a, a desert island or something. I don't know which one, but uh, we'll see. Well, you know who you
0: need to uh, you know who you need to really ask about that. Greg, that's right. The king of vacation. <laughs>
4: I got I got some places for you. Zach, the Linda, too. We'll tag team this one for you.
0: Yeah, oh, you got yeah, you the
4: JetBlue nonsense.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> JetBlue blue. nonsense. Oh my god, I flew JetBlue Mint to Los Angeles last week. Oh, Wasn't it lovely? Blue. Oh, it's the best. On the way home, I on the way home I watched the new Brian Wilson documentary. I had a couple um,
3: Al Pastor margaritas, a little bit of steak. Al mm, I don't even know. I don't know what Al Pastor is. I, I'm hearing about it left and right. I'll tell you one thing about Al
0: Pastor. He's I'm not guy. kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not saying I'm not saying everything was perfect. The, <laughs> Al, Pastor
4: the <laughs> <laughs> Al Pastor Margarita. Al Pastor, he's a great guy.
3: guy. Well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've met Al Pastor.
0: <laughs> um I'll say this though. The Al Pastor margarita was the best drink I had in Los Angeles last week. Wow. Now, speaking of drinks outside the ring news, I do have to share this bit with our cheap heat audience because I've told it on my radio shows, but I can't say it in detail because I'm worried about the NYPD hearing it and and maybe shutting down the guy whose business I was supporting. But on this podcast, I feel safe saying this. (laughs) I went to to Central Park on Sunday uh, with Natalie. She wanted to spend some time in the park. So we did dip. Yeah, that's the thing that they do here in New York. It's like it's like the New York equivalent of, a, of going for a
3: hike. You like, just go to Central Park. You just go. I have
0: n- it absolutely I just, is, by interrupt-
4: the way, as a native. Let me okay. interrupt.
3: Yes. Let me interrupt this. You already did. As God is my witness, <laughs> I have never been in Central Park, <laughs> never okay? once been inside, never walked through it, never played kickball in it, never walked
4: a dog in it. Never been in Central Park well, in make my sh- life. Make sure your first trip into Central Park is with someone who can get you back out of Central Park. Out because- of Central Park. Well said, SUG. And
0: <laughs> I've done that. So so the closest you've ever been is when Larry played in the softball league on curb at Central Park?
3: <laughs> yeah. Is there like a secret area of Central Park that's cooler than the other area?
0: Several.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> several. Uh-huh. It's gargantle. It Park. is.
0: There are a lot of different. There's, there's a lot of different. Things I, I still
4: haven't there. seen everything. And I've spent. A lot of time in there so we went we, we walked past strawberry field They should start building they should
3: start building into central park i mean it's it's gigantic it's it's a big giant waste of space <laughs> <laughs> we walked past uh strawberry field priceless real estate and then we went to
0: um literally by the way literally priceless real estate <laughs> yeah. um and then i forget where we ended up one of the main lawns or whatever and uh a, an entrepreneurial gentleman was walking around going nutcrackers nutcrackers mojitos nutcrackers mojitos truly uh you know what's yeah, the other the kind truly too what's the other kind the uh the big one white claw white, white claw, claw
4: white claw yeah i
0: don't and let me tell you something about natalie okay this is something that makes my future wife completely different than anyone else in my family when someone offers up a good time she She's says yes it. She yeah. says yes every time. My family. The second someone suggests spending for something, but uh, get the hell out of here. Wait, wait, hold on. What if it's actually something you want? No, you can't. You can't spend. You can't spend any money. What could possibly come from talking to this stranger? Natalie's like, "What do you have? I'd like to hear about that." So, <laughs> we we ask what he has. He says he has mojitos, ten dollars a pop. That's he not bad, it, by the way. That's not a us, bad price. He gives us each a mojito in like it was in one of those you know little plastic bottles with the screw top that reminds you of like a limeade drink from when you were a kid
4: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: and it was sealed somehow he sealed it after he made this mojito and it uh, uh by the way important to note mint garnish in the mojito okay no expense spared in this so didn't process skimp
4: just because it was uh
0: no skimping and he said he said go ahead have a sip i'm not going to leave until he accepted venmo and he said go ahead I'm not going to leave until you taste it. I want to see what you think. I tasted, it. I said, this is delicious. Natalie said, this is delicious. Thank you. We paid him. We Venmo'd him. He left. Start drinking. I finished the mojito hanging out with Natalie and her friend, Molly. We're chilling, talking, blah, blah, blah. Natalie has like five sips of hers and doesn't drink it. You know, I'm not wow. letting this go to, you know, I'm not letting this go to waste. No, no. So I, it's around four o'clock, Four thirty. The sun's starting to fade a little bit and get a little less hot. It's getting very nice in the park I start casually sipping Natalie's after I finish mine.
4: And it can get breezy in the park too. Did you catch a breeze?
0: No, it wasn't. I wish it was breezy air, I'll be honest with you. But okay. um, next thing I know, we decide to start heading home. Now, fortunately, I had the presence of mind, because I'm a savvy veteran at this point, to say we need to order dinner right now. Cause I'm hungry and I'm feeling myself getting drunk. What let's order food.
4: Right. So we, by the time you decide what you want to actually order. And then you no, get home and then you, you're waiting around a little less because you already placed the order for when you.
0: So I ordered Ollie's. I ordered cashew chicken and a chicken with broccoli and some sort of uh, dim sum appetizer. Boom. Get home. Our plan is to hang out, watch a little bit of the Brian Wilson documentary because I want to see it. And then starting eight o'clock. I'm gonna watch the WWE on A and E lineup ending at eleven o'clock with my show, Smack Talk,
4: episode two. You got a fit off on that episode too, by the way. I want to text you and tell you that. I had a what? You got a fit off. I like that. I liked how you looked in that uh Oh, thank you. Thank very you. Very stylish SGG. in that episode. Thank two. you. A fit off. Yeah. 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 Thank you.
0: you very, very much. Off. Um, well, listen, I'll take your word for it because <laughs> I fell asleep at seven forty five <laughs> and woke up the next day for my morning show. I was roofy. Oh. I was roofie. You, you think you're roofie? No, I don't actually think I was roofie, but I got absolutely <laughs> hammered. Like, I, like I didn't. I, thank God I drank a lot of water and I ate the rice and the greasy chicken. So, like, I never got the spins or anything. But at one point I woke up from the nap and I looked at the room and it was just it was moving on me, man. I, I, I don't get drunk like that. I do not get drunk where I'm like, what's going on? You I don't was, want the room
3: to move. There's nothing worse. There's
0: no worse feeling. Yeah, it is
4: not.
0: But that's what (laughs) was such a weird anomaly about this. Thank God for the Chinese chicken. Thank Uh God for the Chinese chicken. I think that's what saved the day.
3: The rice and the chicken soaked up enough alcohol for me to be okay. Isn't that something that we all say all the time? Thank God for the Chinese chicken. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If you don't say it, you
0: think it. And real quick, just before we move on, because this is important. Best Chinese chicken dish. Go, SGG.
3: Orange chicken from Panda Express. I'm sorry, I had to cut in. That is the best Chinese chicken dish known to man, okay? Really? Panda Express is where you want to go for your only. You could put up any Chinese food against the orange chicken Panda Express and they would lose, okay? At the end of the day, it's the best tasting orange chicken in the money business can
2: today? buy wow <laughs> oh
3: my God. And, and to think
4: the
0: money's only 7.99 okay and and s g what about you
4: so when you asked that question my, my i was torn right because the best chinese ch- chinese chicken dish i got to go general sauce chicken
0: oh the great general uh, a great general great,
4: orange chicken to but but, but <laughs> the definition of orange chicken
3: J's. Uh, by the way because how about orange, this it's orange chicken plus yeah it, well then what yeah. is sesame chicken?
0: Uh, sesame, sesame chicken is a General So's chicken Jace.
3: Is General So's no, chicken Jace? No, 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 no. General So's chicken is sesame chicken Jace. Orange truth. chicken is Ta- the overall. Truth. It was the first chicken. Wha- what? <laughs>
0: what? Yep. Wow! Orange you think you chicken. know Chinese chicken?
3: Orange chicken came before sesame chicken. and so I think General you're probably So's
0: right. I, I, you know what? I, I actually am going to give. I, I'm going to go with tip on this and I will say my number one choice gun to your head. You can order one Chinese meal for me. It's the sesame chicken dinner. That's what I'm getting. I, I, I,
4: I, I do have to give Let a me shout out to, the, to order chicken wings with pork fried rice, no vegetables though. That's well, got me through. by yeah, the way, nah.
0: you, do, did you say, wait, you said pork fried rice wings and pork fried rice. Yeah. Chicken wings, so, pork fried rice,
4: no vegetables. So by the way,
0: to me, that's one of the funniest things about New York hood chi- uh, Chinese and everywhere else. Like. Never in my life is the chicken wing a part of my Chinese dinner.
4: No, and yeah, I have to have
0: in it. New, in New York hood spots, and by that I basically mean any sort of city, any sort of New York City place where the dishes are under ten dollars is what I'm talking about. They <laughs> have the chicken wings, and, and the that chicken is wings the are
4: good too. You and get and them people love the chicken barbecue. Wings. T- I don't know what the hell
3: you're talking about. I, I was at I was at a <laughs> I was at a Chinese restaurant, a traditional Chinese restaurant in Florida a few months ago, and I hadn't done this in in, in a long time. They gave you the tea
1: oh, out yeah, of the yeah, tea,
3: yeah. out of the you know the tea and yep. they gave you the the uh, the noodles with the duck sauce. Ooh. That made, that's a nostalgic, beautiful thing at a Chinese restaurant. All yeah. right, hold on. Let me ask to... you this. Let me ask you this. How much mustard, how much Chinese mustard can you handle on one piece of uh sesame chicken? Can you douse it? Are you I don't dousing even, in, I don't in the mustard?
4: I don't even mess with the mustard. You can't mess okay. with the mustard. I don't mess with the mustard at all. Hold, hold on one Peter? second, guys.
3: Special. No. I have a little bit of mustard.
0: Natalie?
5: Yeah?
0: Hi, you're on the Cheap Heat podcast. Did you guys oh. get engaged?
5: What up, guys? <laughs> Did we what? Did you get engaged? Did the two of you get engaged? I, I had something notes. going on. What do you mean you haven't heard about it?
0: He's mocking me because it comes up 19 <laughs> times a podcast. Um, <laughs> Natalie, Uh, important question. We're having a conversation that I knew you'd feel upset if you were left out of. Okay. At a New York City hood Chinese spa, what
3: is your order?
5: Chicken broccoli, garlic sauce, mm. white rice.
3: Chicken
0: broccoli, Ego. garlic sauce.
5: Mm. Diet Coke. Mm. That's all you need.
0: Are you using the the hot mustard? You don't get the iced
5: tea, the iced tea? You know what, Peter? Ice you tea. actually put me on to the hot mustard. And you know what? I like flavors. So occasionally, yes, I will dip a piece of chicken into the hot mustard.
3: Uh, I'm dipping. dipping. As you get older, you can you can you can have more mustard. As you get older, you acquire the taste. That's right. And (laughs) I,
5: when I was little, it was a dab. It was a tiny little dab. (laughs) (laughs) The the mustard is wasabi. wasabi It's it's
0: true. Confirmed. It's confirmed. It it, is wasabi. It's confirmed wasabi. I would say wasabi wasabi plus. And and Natalie knows that my move is. She knows when the Chinese food gets here, and she she's getting the stuff to get the table ready. What are you getting from the fridge every time for me? Sriracha. That's sriracha sauce, baby. I'm taking the sriracha straight to the yeah, Chinese. I, I'm chicken. not a
3: sriracha guy. I oh. never delved into I the
5: mean, sriracha me neither. world. Uh, yeah, me either. Me neither. I love it. I love it.
4: I love it. I, it, gives the, love it. it. gives me the uh, little like heat Franks. I'm looking for. Do you know what I, like I love? Franks. You know I'm what a I love? Guy.
5: I love. I love the bootleg Chinese little hot sauce packet. Oh, yeah. know, oh she lo-
0: you love those. You're a big fan. Well, <laughs>
4: hold do you remember you know Diet um, Coke you- over the iced tea though for the beverage choice? <sighs> Listen,
5: I'm in my thirties now. We're trying to hot girl summer. Like That's we're fair. trying to what do I what do you want me to do?
0: <laughs> so you would- If I
5: see a, if I see Arizona, which they don't have, I would get an Arizona. For sure. But
0: now, I mean Do you ever do the uh you don't ever do the wings at the uh New York Hood Chinese Bond?
5: You know, if I'm with a group of people, and my favorite thing to do is to go with a group of people because then you just get a tasting of everything. You get some lo mein, you get some beef and string beans, you yeah. get the fucking wings, you get dumplings. It's, it's nice, but my go-to
4: order is chicken and broccoli.
0: Natalie, thank you. You've been very helpful. You've illuminated a lot well, of things. Yeah,
4: the dumplings is underrated Great. pick too, and the fried wontons too. Come on. Oh. What about no, crab rangoon? So had, you
3: cr- you doing crab rangoon?
5: Ah, uh, the cream cheese and the crab and the fried—I mean, it's tasty, but it I wouldn't like really order it.
0: All right, honey, thank, thank you. You've been—you've been very helpful.
5: All right, love you. Bye. All right,
0: love you. There she is. Love you. Great, Miss Hatton. Um,
4: all right, Sug, outside the ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is outside the ring, a Jace-esque. Okay. We a know Ric Flair was Ask. having his last match. Is having his last match. Almost so ready. Right we know that an opponent had yet to be named until now. Uh, Ric Flair is teaming up with Andrade to take on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. And um, it wasn't just announced. He didn't just put out a flyer. They shot a whole vignette. There was a parking lot attack. There was blood. Um, There's some heat to it. And I gotta say, I appreciate that Rick did it this way when he could have just got by with some names on a page and said these are my opponents for my last match
0: I I am with you in lockstep I thought it was mage I thought they could have very easily done nothing with this and the whole thing would just be to see Ric Flair have a match but to they shot it in a really cool way they did it in as realistic a style as you could I'll, I'll be honest with you guys say what you will That was a better, back quote unquote backstage moment than we've seen on any of the big time TV shows in a long time. Okay, when was the last time something that compelling happened in a parking lot on any of the big time shows? So I I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and the fact that Nate, listen, there are people who commented back to me when I said it online that it was awesome. They're like, he's seventy three years old. You can't be bloody. The guys accept it man I love the man I know him personally I, I really I, I really feel a sincere love for Ric Flair okay this is who he is <laughs> right. this is what he wants to do he was He's never, never not gonna do he, it he was never not going to and he got a second <laughs> chance at life when he kicked out a few years ago and everyone thought he was gonna die I'm not sitting here feeling bad like oh Ric Flair can't. do you think that was it first of all again I don't even know this is a work Ric Flair knows how to. Ric Flair can bleed he can stare and start bleeding Okay, right. this isn't hard work for him. And I gotta he say, knows,
4: he knows and, what he's doing. And I the gotta say, too, before we pass so- it to them, I gotta say, too, I love how it tied into everything else that we saw from Ric Flair because this all started with the training videos. He was training with Jay Lethal, and then he puts out a tweet that he's having his last match, and he sort of brushes Jay Lethal off like, this shmageggy is not even worth being involved in this. This is about <laughs> yeah. me. He's done right. I'm done with him riding my coattails. I'm going to yep. do it. And now it all comes together in this video. I Steph. agree.
0: And they, they found a way to make it make sense while allowing him to have a match with this guy who's clearly been working
3: out with and is comfortable with.
0: So <laughs> exactly. It's, exactly. I think
3: it's awesome. Dip, what's your complaint? Um, I just, I haven't seen this video yet, so I can't really speak to what you're talking about. Uh, Oh, you haven't seen the video yet? I haven't seen the video, but I would just say the actual, like, the construct of the match to me is not that interesting. At the end of the day, if this is, like, this is the last match, I think that it needs, you need to see a visual that's not a tag team match. I think you need to see him face-to-face with one classic opponent, whether it had been Sting or Shawn Michaels or um, (coughs) Steamboat. I just thought, you know, look, I I never really loved Jeff Jarrett. I, I, you know, I like Andrade, but not what they've done with him. And like, he's just, Andrade's become like just sort of a boring person to me. If it were him versus Jay Lethal, I think it would be interesting just because we saw him, you know, training with him and like they might turned on each other. I haven't seen the video yet. I don't really know what it is. Well, guess um, what we're going to do. Guess what we're going to do I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I just think it should have been him versus a classic wrestler that he had a feud with.
4: That Uh, would have been cooler. the problem with that, though, Dip, I think, is that it heightens. So when Ric Flair announced that he was having his last match, a lot of people, myself included, was like, okay, he's too old for this. Um, so it, it enhances the risk of something dangerous happening and things of that nature. And I think with him versus a classic opponent, it heightens the risk of that for both of them. So now with him in a tag team match with some young guys who can work, he can they can like at least work around that. And then Rick Flair can potentially deliver. I guess that's true. Some uh, some big let's, time uh, moments let's, for it.
0: Let's watch for a moment with Dip and get his live reaction to the video that this entire thing's based on. Here we go. Rick's walking hey, to the parking lot is. with uh, hey, Jim Crockett.
2: Hey, hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Great press conference. Hey, you even had the mayor's office out here, and I couldn't even get an invite. I had to fly myself out here. You're really gonna make me kick? Hey, what? No, no, no! Shut up. On a serious note, I can <laughs> tell you how badly I feel used. You, you used me. All this time you used me. I just wanted a little bit, a little nugget. I couldn't even get on the show. That's I, that's disrespectful, And you know it. Could you put yourself in my shoes? Don't turn around. Don't touch me again. You see, this that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. That's right. You know what? Yeah. About time this happens. Oh, God, I'm going to conduct my surgery with you. Hey, come on. Hey, with all due respect, with all due respect, Crockett, it has nothing to do with you. He's had this. No.
3: Right, look how purple oh, he can hey. make his face.
2: Yeah. On, not,
3: <laughs> and now hey, here comes, hey, here
2: comes hey, Jeff Jarrett off. Off. and Karen hey, Jarrett. Jay, 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 Jay. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding no, Jay, me? Hey, I'll help him out. I'll help him up. You used me.
0: So now Jeff Jarrett gets in there and tries to break it up. Fast forward a little bit.
2: <laughs> get up, please. He deserves this. Every second of it. Every second
4: of Stop. it. There, so Karen's trying Charlie to get him to really calm good. down. Oh, you're really good. <laughs> Did you hear what Rick said? Oh, right in my surgical. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, listen. So now Flair starts talking to Jeff Jarrett.
3: His face is like it's not a human. Wow. Oh,
2: oh, oh. Flair, tells, Flair tells Jared he Give can't stand chair. him. Now, now Jared's going to work.
0: I'm sorry. This is something, God. Dip. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's great.
2: Right I wish it were on
0: AEW TV.
2: Stop. Now wait you Oh my god look at this love you
4: come on man
2: right here now
0: They leave him laying looks there you like have a it Oh yeah this is the best part watch this watch this dip Karen holds him up
2: come up Stop it
3: Dip what are your thoughts after watching it Where's Andrade He's not there. Oh. No, Andrade. That's how it happened. No, that was something. I mean, you know, I, I love blood.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: a lot of blood, and you
0: like that they have Karen wearing. She's wearing like a, a cream blouse, so like the blood gets all over Karen. Oh, you gotta have. That By the way, nice let, can we blood. talk about? Can we talk about the Mage Weekend that Jeff Jarrett's now having at SummerSlam? It should just be called hey. Jeff Jarrett Weekend. Ain't hey, he great, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett? Is is the ref in the Usos Street Profits tag title match, and now he's the opponent in the Ric Flair last match. He's working the Indies and WWE the same damn weekend. God, man owns Music City.
4: Yeah, J J E man.
0: That's right. Um, by the way, I was I was talk- I spoke to Conrad earlier. S G G Dip's not going to be in Nashville, but you will be. Yes, being told that uh, there's a they're they're doing some sort of party summer slam night with who kid
4: what
0: yeah wow. who kid is djing you know listen you know conrad's always yeah he doesn't he spares no expense he spares no expense and and he has told me we are taking care of do whatever we, we, we come through we're welcome anywhere so we gotta we gotta try to go through and see some of these uh i wonder how many peckerheads will be down there
4: i'm sure after that video they better <laughs> i know down i know there.
0: i'm i am i am tempted to stay for sunday it's tough for my schedule. I have to be back for something in New York on Tuesday, and we're driving to Nashville, mind you.
4: Oh wow! So how long it's is re- that going to be? Like fourteen hours?
0: It's fourteen. It's thirteen oh five to fourteen. Door so it'll to be door, like fifteen, sixteen. where you stop and blah, blah, in blah. and and but we're going to stop <laughs> in DC both ways, which adds maybe a half hour, but it's worth it to get the the timing of that stop. You know.
4: Yeah.
0: So I. We're driving down on, I think we're going to start the trip next Sunday night. Um, which I'm going to miss Raw at the Garden, which I'm a little disappointed in. But hey, what are you going to oh. do? I'm not going to get to celebrate 20 years of Rey Mysterio. They are certainly into the celebrations of people being around the company. 20 years
3: of Rey Mysterio. Tip, 50 years of, 30 years of Rey Mysterio. 100 years 20. of Goldberg. Of <laughs> hey, everything's like a celebration with these people. They're celebrating. I don't want to see Goldberg out there again. Okay, what what is this leading to? Uh, what, what 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 could the Goldberg thing be leading to? Wait, wait, a what, match what, was too. What, what was the Goldberg thing? Yeah, they're going to be apparently on. celebrating Goldberg's 25th anniversary too. Really? In a, in September or something? Yeah. Oh boy.
5: Yeah.
4: I mean, look, the Rock, the Rock's 25th came around, and it led to nothing but a what Austin Theory and an egg. So it could just be like a, a little thank you. What are we going to have Goldberg stuff. Austin theory in Saudi or something? Is that what we're headed towards? <laughs> maybe, maybe the, the, the way your boy is doing it.
3: Yo, know, I, I love how disgusting
0: the, the Internet in general is filled with. The, they have to fill so much crap to get clicks that like the wrestling blogs are, and the hip hop blogs all do the same thing. So like plans revealed for Goldberg's anniversary and then you click the story and the first two paragraphs are them just saying I, obvious stuff that anyone who clicked it would know. Goldberg was a great wrestler in the 1990s and <laughs> 2000s, and recently he's come back to find more success in WWE. Well, the Hall of Famer may be slated to do something soon. Goldberg returned, and they just retell you things you don't need. It's so just much to
4: speculation, you- too. It's so much <sighs> speculation. Did they at least say go watch the Goldberg biography on the A and E app?
0: By the way, Dip, you should watch the um, you should watch the Goldberg biography. I will.
3: I'll watch it. I'll
4: it watch was it a it was a great biography. I was cannot it? believe how they let Brett unload on him. In like just fully. It's on demand right now. I
3: can watch it. You can watch it. Does it yeah, talk it, about him being like in the Jew having a Jewish upbringing?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Was he it's bar- in there? Was he bar mitzvahed? I
0: don't remember if they say that. Damn, you had but him on
4: the Michael K show too afterwards. In- I didn't ask yeah. him about
0: the bar mitzvah part. It's so funny. I asked him, though, how did Jews end up in Tulsa, Oklahoma? That's a good and, question. And of course, it, it, by the way, though, but it's hilarious. It's how Jews would end up anywhere. His dad is like. Uh, was was know, he an OBGYN, his dad? Yeah, his dad's a doctor and his mom's like an artist or something <laughs> like, like he's, <laughs> he's a Jew. He's a real Jew, a thousand percent. Like it, it's yeah, yes, but no, I never knew that though. honestly until the last few weeks. I did not know that and him growing up in, in Tulsa Oklahoma, I, in Tulsa in the 80s. That must have been or
3: 70s. That must have been crazy. What do you yeah. think Goldberg's Chinese food order is? Large. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you guys 16 something right helpings now of uh, chicken of, of sesame chicken. Is that what you're thinking? No, oh, yeah. he's um egg foo young, perhaps. It might be egg for young actually. Do you guys remember when
4: I had him liner inter- sauce?
0: Do you remember when I uh interviewed him for Cheap Heat years ago?
4: Vaguely. Vaguely, yeah. I remember that he was supposed to come and then got rescheduled and it kept getting rescheduled or something like that. He's he's ver he's a very good interview. He he really is good. I noticed that from the Michael K show too. Did
0: you did you hear it? I did. Yeah, he the, the Brett piece, I I'm sure you didn't hear it, Dip, because I'll say good. this
4: too. Even in his um in his biography, at one point they um they sort of peel back the curtain a little bit when he's driving and he's talking to his wife and he says, All right, I'm gonna do donuts, because I'm sure you guys can use the footage. Like you can do something with that. They yeah. left him they left him saying that in there, and then he does it and they obviously show the footage of him doing donuts. But it's like when he's that little glimpse shows you that when he's working, and he, he, he is actively trying to give you something compelling, something that you can use. No, he gets it. Uh, yeah. l- listen, l- tell me if you guys hear this.
0: There's a lot of great stuff you in that? this biography. Yeah. Um, yeah. thing that I was taken by in it is, you know, full disclosure, I I am a huge Bret Hart fan and I, I probably am among the fan base who, that I believe, you know, I, I believe sort of blamed you in some ways for the end of of brett's career and i think people held on to that for a little while and and one thing in the documentary i think it becomes clear that that that's not a particularly fair way to look at things but also that brett seems to have still held on to it quite a bit and i love brett personally i know him he's he's a fantastic person but in the doc you can tell he does still seem to hold on to it does it hurt you at all that he sort of hasn't totally let you get up from that
2: as Goldberg, uh, well, you know what? Yes. As Goldberg, the character and as Goldberg, the human, there's no question about it. I mean, when, some, when an accident happens and you, you, uh, uh, tell your side of the story and nobody believes it, uh, it especially the person who is negatively affected by it. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, and I will take it to my grave because I'm sure that he will never forgive me. But, um, Uh, You know, hey man, what else can I say? I've 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 said I was sorry and that it was unintentional, and it was the furthest thing from my mind. I don't know a million times, and of those a million times, he's come back with, "Yes, it was intentional, and he's a punk, and he didn't know what he was doing, and he ruined my career." So, you know, it sucks, but you can lead a horse to water, and you can shove their face in the damn water, but you can't make them (laughs) stop it. So. If you can tell that I'm pretty pissed off about the fact that he still harbors it, yeah, yeah. it
4: sucks. Yeah, I, pretty good stuff, man. Like <laughs> he left out you the know, best part where he's like, "But, but I don't feel any kind of way about it." so That's what makes me a great guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, "But I'm I, I'm a great guy, so I don't mind." <laughs> I I love I love though he he lets his real emotions go. He's an interesting uh, an interesting cat that Goldberg.
4: I, I almost feel bad about you know the feelings I've held on. To you know, for Brett towards Goldberg after all these years, but um, you know, after watching this documentary, Brett's still mad, so it's still TOS for Goldberg. But he's he's a great guy.
0: <laughs> I, I wish I wish Brett would. Here's what I'll say: when you watch the doc, and you can tell how how mad Brett still is about it. And for people who don't know, f- for some reason, Goldberg essentially kicked Brett in the head during their match on in WCW. Brett was concussed, never wrestled again, and he blames goldberg for his career ending
4: you know this is the interesting part pete go ahead we all fans have always pinpointed the kick but then brett pinpoints some moments before the kick that actually caused the problem that was like the first domino that figure four on the ring post where he you know he blames goldberg for for um the improper execution of that move that hurt him initially and then the kick and then the finish of the match and the, you know, and the downward spiral. So it's like compounded injuries. But
0: but but but, but that's still all. I mean, we don't know what part is actually true. Like what part did the damage? Um, we know what happened in the match. But like, <laughs> I guess, I guess it's like, it's how I look at any sort of mistake. You would hope that <coughs> at this point, maybe Brett would, it would make Brett feel better to forgive him. Like he clearly seems remorseful about it, regardless. Um But I mean even if Brett, he
4: did do it on purpose, like you said, he feels remorseful about it. Right. And but by the way, why would he have done it on purpose? Like, no, but that's what I'm you?
0: saying. Like even if he did. Even if he did, I agree. You, you can still remorseful. forgive him 20 years later. Um, 25 years later. But like, you know, and Goldberg kind of says this in the doc. Like, why would I Want to do that. Like, that doesn't, you know how bad it looks? It's been, by the way, it's been a terrible reflection on Goldberg his entire career. It was like a, you know, a, a scarlet letter that he ended Bret Hart's career. So I don't know. I, I hope one day Brett lets it go. I, Goldberg seems like an all right guy.
1: This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience, the formula for winning championships, is also what keeps your ride or die alive
0: Uh, you guys are going to be shocked to know we're getting Logan Paul versus
3: the Miz at SummerSlam. Did you hear? I like it. Mm. I like uh, it too, but I wish they didn't announce him as having a certain amount of matches. Why can't it just be he's he's there? He's you know has a contract and he's now a wrestler. Why does it have to be? You know he's going to do five matches. He's going to do six matches. It's like it just feels part timey to me. Yeah, well, I, I he don't be there part-time, know. Though. You- I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it, it sort of loses its luster. Like, the idea of Logan Paul becoming a full-time wrestler because of his amazing performance at WrestleMania and his general work ethic and his, like, in-ring work is awesome. We love him. But, like, the fact that we know he only has a certain amount of dates is sort of like Goldbergy. The Ronda Rousey thing, they don't, they don't talk about, I mean, I, you know, you say whatever you want about Ronda Rousey, at least, like, she feels like a full-time wrestler for even a period of time. I want that's how that's why I want the Logan Paul thing to feel. And then it'll feel more mage to me.
0: Yeah, they're Does in, they're in a weird. I, I I get it. I get it. I it, it makes you feel like you don't want to enjoy it too much because the, he's not really there and he'll be gone. I, I understand it. I just wish there wasn't this whole thing. Wasn't obviously we knew we were going to get this match from the moment uh, WrestleMania happened. I just I didn't love how they got there like announcing on social media no I'm coming for you I'm not going to be your tag team partner I think there might have been a more again one of the same complaints we make every week on the show Logan Paul so famous for social media and like showing his life and his podcast there's so many opportunities there to do some kind of like outside of the ring stuff to create some personal issues you know not just them standing in the ring
4: and they know how to do that right because when Adam Cole went on like Adam Cole and Pat McAfee's match, it started with a beef on the podcast. Like Adam Cole was a guest, he flipped out on the podcast. People were like, "Yo, is this? What is this?" No, they and did
0: then, it with course, they did it with Pat and Vince too. An yeah, awesome and of course theory. it
4: turned out to be at work both times. So they know how to do this.
0: Yeah, I don't. That, I that's one of my biggest issues with the lead up to SummerSlam. I think we'll get there and have a card that's pretty fun. I found I found the path yet again to be clunky. The McAfee-Corbin thing kind of came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, bum-ass Corbin. It all felt very manufactured. Um, there's a story there. There is a real personal story. Pat said it in the promo last week, and he caught a good promo last Friday, where he said the thing about we've known each other since um, being roommates, trying out for the Colts. That was interesting. But I'd rather lean into that more. It kind of felt like it, it, it popped up. It sprung up on us out of nowhere. Um, you have a lot of heat, at least, for the street profits, USOs. If nothing else, just because their their last match at Money in the Bank was so great. Yeah. Although I, I'll tell you, I tell you what, I did not like. I I groaned a bit. I loved the DQ on MVP. I don't know if you saw a dip, but <laughs> yeah, MVP was DQ'd for grabbing for grabbing on to Dawkins. Dawkins. Yeah, but um, a few minutes earlier, Montez had grabbed onto Omos and got away with it. So MVP does the exact same thing, gets caught, and and Omos gets DQ'd. Boom, I like it. Then Adam Pearce comes out and says, "But let's have a tag team match right now." Which always which is funny when they act I like they're right so impactful all the time, and it's like, "But wait a second. You just announced a regular non-title tag match. This isn't that exciting an, an, an announcement." And then OK, now we're going to make up a new match and dip. I can see you trying to talk your mics muted. Then then you can. Then you have a new match. Now you announce the tag match after you got the DQ in the first match. What do they do in the tag match? DQ. <laughs> DQ. Come on. <laughs> another one. <laughs> you can't do that. I'm not. Oh, my God. You guys
4: uh, uh, trust over, me.
3: They trying the to protect too many people. The overarching. That's right. That's a good call. But the overarching problem of the whole thing is the right now. I, I am so sick of the right now. I, I, I can't take it anymore. What do you hate more? What do you hate more? Right now or my guest at this time? Oh, right now. At least my guest at this time is like harmless. Like right now, it like affects the next 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> We're standing here. We're going to have a match right now. You guys go out there and this match is starting right now. Uh, Like, and then you hear the fake crowd noise, like as if we're supposed to freak out that they're going to be physical with each other in the ring. It's crazy. No more right now. I I, I, I hate I hate right now. Right now. I'd rather say I'd rather hear next
4: week or at the end of the night. I hate right now. It's like (laughs) at the end of the night is mage. At the end of the night is mage. It's more. It's, mage, it's the most mage of the three. Honestly.
0: Yeah, it is. When they, and they act like the right now is always going to get such a huge pop. And I know it, it, does, it does in does. the
4: building. So it great. doesn't at home though.
0: No, at home you're like oh. it doesn't
4: hit at home yeah, right now. I mean,
0: do I want to do this right now?
4: Is this right. what do we need right now?
0: <laughs> so uh, that just the double dq really it, it bothered me. It was it was it was lazy. Like just come up with something else. Like you, you just did that two seconds ago.
3: Everything's um, right now. Everything has to happen right now. Right At now. At least AEW says, all right, next week, we're going to have this match. Nothing is right now. There's no right now in AEW. What it's do you always- think? No, yeah. that is true. Oh, no. AEW, though, they're obsessed with next week. Oh, they're obsessed. They love next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're always <laughs> w- trying
0: to w- improve the following week. WWE loves right now. AEW loves next week.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That it's is- right. It's, it's really just forget Raw versus Dynamite. It's, it's
4: right now right versus, now, next, versus week. next week. <laughs>
0: That is what it is. They love it. They build entire graphics packages like we do at the pay-per-views. They do it every dynamite for next week's dynamite. Oh yeah. Coming up next week, we got a a a barn (laughs) burner between these young stallions. (sighs) All right. Uh another big thoughts from um Raw Or? Smacketh downeth this week.
4: I'll say this too. You were talking about the SummerSlam card. I I'm getting like big flashback vibes from the Bianca Becky thing, just because like no, his, we, history right. is repeating. Hold on, not itself. to interrupt you. SGG, you called this months ago
3: that the feud would consist of them talking about last year. How he be? She be. I did, and you were right. I did.
4: But it's it's so eerie how much the other pieces are falling into place, though, right? Oh, like all the pieces, all the pieces. Well, not not even all the pieces, but like all the big so important last year, pieces. You mean no, the injuries? Last year at WrestleMania, she wins the title. Her Money in the Bank opponent is injured. Carmella steps up to find to opportunity for the title in the midst of this. There's a walkout that also affects plans. All of this, ha- all of this happened last year, and here we are again. And that, I mean, I don't know. Wait, if that's th- wait, wait, wait,
0: wait! There was a walkout last year too.
4: Well, not a walkout necessarily, but let's, she, Sasha Banks was advertised, Sasha Banks didn't appear. Oh, oh,
0: right, 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 right. Yes, yes, yes. And that affected yes, yes. the Right now. So
4: <laughs> all of that <laughs> happened last year, and here we are again, and she's she's got Becky as SummerSlam again. I mean, that's interesting, if not just for the fact that it's so eerie that all those different pieces are, like, this is her reign again. It's following the same exact path as it Do did we- last
0: year. Do we think that it was always going to be Summerslam again for Becky? Because to me, it felt like it was over, and we were going to get Rhea here.
4: That's what I thought. That's exactly Rhea's what hurt. I thought. But Rhea's hurt. Yeah.
0: So back to Becky, and oh, well, by the way, and you, where's you,
4: Bailey?
3: I, I no one knows where Bailey is. She. I think Summerslam is. You're going to get a run in in that match from Bailey, costing one of them the match, and then it'll take us through to Royal Rumble or something or whatever Survivor Series. Yeah. But but I, I hope
0: you're right. I hope you're right.
3: But um, God, the the Becky promo this week was just like, um, how many times can she go? No, 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 no. She said it like fifteen uh, times. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, Maybe she can. Maybe she. No, 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 Maybe she can go. No, no, and no. Yeah. no, no. no, no right with
0: na, nah, nah, nah. right now. No, no, no.
3: Yeah. No, 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 no. Right
0: now. I was gonna say right. <laughs> no, 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 no.
3: Um it's just so over scripted that she, she has to pause in between the scripted words and she says, no, no, no. She says, no, no, no. And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like she's destiny's child. I understand. <sighs> right. Yeah, this is where we are. And also, I mean, I know Greg and I always disagree about this. I don't know if he's ever going to come to my side or not, or if he's going to keep hanging on. What
4: are you, you going to say about Oscar? Is that, what, is that what you go the, with this?
0: Yes. The Oscar dancing at the end of that match—I just don't.
4: That was get... weird. I don't understand what that. Well, was it was a... like a weird fake
0: sexy dance. I was like,
4: "What are they doing with her?" <laughs> it's great. It was fake sexy. You didn't think it was real sexy? <laughs> <laughs> it seemed a little
0: forced. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Oscar's so easy to me. Like she's so talented in the ring and looks so interesting. Crazy colors! You have everything right there for you. This is not rocket science, and I just feel like they make it so much more complicated with Oscar than they have to.
4: Yeah, no. I'm as as far as this Monday is concerned, I'm with you. I didn't get the dance thing. I was like, okay. That, did you? I, think, I mean, did right. you?
0: You thought about me when you saw it, though, didn't you? <laughs> I was
4: like, okay. This is kind of weird. At least she wasn't yelling, though.
0: She didn't. Oscar's
4: yell. gonna dance
0: right, right now.
3: now.
0: Right now is. And by ah! the way. Adam, Adam Pierce, I thought sure. the, I assumed when Adam Pierce came along and they decided to make him a character, like, listen, he's pretty good on the mic. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not dissing what? Adam Pierce. Like he's fine. I think Adam Pierce is fine for the position. Should he should just holds.
3: put right now on the back of his sport jacket. By the way, that letters. is, that should be a shirt. His shirt should say right now.
0: But I thought the purpose would be, he looks good. He can wrestle. I'm sure he's I, I don't know his injury history, but I, I, I thought he still has some bumps in him and could, and could work a little bit. I thought we'd see him like mix it up a little bit more. I thought that would be the purpose of Adam Pierce.
4: I thought so, too, honestly, especially um, with him being so involved with Roman early on. Like, yeah, there was, there oh, was yeah. One point where I thought Roman was going to put hands and feet on Adam Pierce and then it ended up leading mm. to another KO match.
3: He he turned into the right now guy. That's all he is. He's the right now guy. 100%. Right now, I'm
0: going to share something very exciting with you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm going to grab it right now. Um, I'll give you a topic. It is the 30th anniversary of SummerSlam 92 at Wembley Stadium. Discuss.
4: I mean, what what more can you say about that, right? Like, Bret Hart, British Bulldog, one of the greatest, one of the, yeah. greatest SummerSlam matches of all time. And I saw this topic floating around the timeline. Who is Mr. SummerSlam? I'm going to give it to Bret Hart because that run he yeah. had, 90, 91, 92... The 94 match against Owen, the 97 match with Undertaker, he's had so many. He had more great SummerSlam matches than anyone else. And I think it was uh, would, Mac Mania that started this conversation. But yeah, I'm giving it to Bret Hart. Would you say Bret Hart's Mr. WrestleMania or Mr. SummerSlam? I, w- I would say
3: that's a pretty accurate statement. I, I think that's fair. Yeah, absolutely. And that,
0: and that match is the most memorable SummerSlam match of all time to me. But I received in the mail this week. The Brian Goertz, the Brian Goertz book.
4: If you're like me, you're going to have to wait until August.
0: I'll I'll try to get you a copy.
3: Uh, I'm working on something. I'm working on something cool with Brian Goertz right now. Are you? Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah. No. Why don't you keep it uh, to yourself? We'll
4: we'll have Troy edit it out.
3: (laughs) I'm going to keep it to myself right now. (laughs) So I got to tell you, this is I am
0: as excited. I, I just started it. I am as excited to read this wrestling book as any book I can remember. I'm, he is, the dude yeah. is so integral and such a good writer, you know, and, and so funny. I'll just, I'll read you a, literally a, a couple of paragraphs. I love the guy.
3: He's a great guy. No, no, he's a great guy. Um,
0: in early 2000, Rock was looking for something new he could say to his longtime rival, Triple H. As we met backstage early that afternoon, I pointed out a particular speech pattern that I, as a fan, always noticed. He had a habit of attaching a big, uh, to his words. Sounds like Natalie. Wow. So, so tonight, uh, in this very ring, uh, that kind of thing, we all have our personal verbal tics. Announcer Michael Cole used to say now at the end of every sentence, Jeff Hardy into the ropes. Now Vince took it upon himself to find Cole. Every time he ended a sentence with the word now, sure enough, Cole stopped doing it. I admit my goal in pointing out Triple H's us wasn't altruistic. I just wanted The Rock to have something he could sink his teeth into and make fun of. I explained this all to Rock and even imitated Triple H's voice. Rock found it hilarious and wanted to use it in his promo with Triple H that night. All we had <laughs> to do, all we had to do was get it approved by Vince. I'm going to stop right there. Could you want to read that anymore? Like, that is a, it's a cliffhanger of the century. It is the inside the era that we care about book of the sense. I mean, not the second half of the era that we care about. You know what I mean? It's into the last couple eras. Uh, shout out to Brian Gewirtz. We're going to have him on the show. I think next week, Troy, when are we having Brian Gwertz on the show? Uh, we are taping it on August 9th, I believe, and the book comes out on August 16th. So I think we're airing it uh, that day. Thank oh, you. Very, perfect. very, spe- very specific information. Thank you, Troy. It could be totally wrong, uh, but I hope that's right.
4: So, so I can't wait to ask him too because he has a, a specific number on that front of that book. He said the seventh most powerful yes. man in WWE.
0: Yeah. The, the, the name of the book in full is "There's Just One Problem." Go pre-order it. There's just one problem. True Tales from the Former One-Time Seventh Most Powerful Person in WWE. Person.
4: <laughs> I'm so curious who the six are. I I can. Oh, I can what do you mean? You know? I'm, I'm you, sure he'll you, tell you, us. Vince.
0: Uh, triple uh, let's h see. V- uh, vince bruce. bruce 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 do you think yeah yes, for, that, for that whole time he was there yeah i mean most of the time he was there okay. vince bruce triple
4: stephanie h, kevin Dunn, Linda.
0: stephanie stephanie kevin dunn triple h not triple h at the time yeah not triple h at that time so let's just say stephanie pat vince, patterson i was gonna say pat patterson that's five, but uh, and what about? Are we not including any other? Is it, are we just including
3: writers, or could like could the Rock be there? No, right, that's what I don't know. No, who, I don't know. who else is 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 you know administration? Administration, uh, Johnny oh, yeah. Ace, yeah, uh, Gerald Briscoe, yep. Um, other
0: other random people depending on the the year. I mean, it could be anyone. There's so many.
4: That, that's what I want. That's one of the things I want to know. Honestly, who are the six? I'm very excited
0: about this book. Shouts to Brian Gwertz. Um, it, it really was upsetting for me and, and challenging a few years ago when I realized that his name wasn't Gerwitz, but was Gawertz. I'm I, sure it's
3: I, one of the biggest challenges of his life. <laughs> I,
0: that's the first question. Does everyone call you Brian Gerwitz?
3: I did when I first like heard his name ever. And I
4: knew of course you did.
3: did you, what about you, G? Yes or no?
4: I did too, and I'm convinced it's another Mandela, example of the Mandela effect. Bernstein bears, Bernstein bears,
3: right? I mean, my last name's Dipperstein. I've heard it all.
0: <laughs> What's the most annoying, annoying pronunciation you get that you just go, how did you get
3: my name wrong in that way? Diaperstein.
5: <laughs>
3: I, I've been hearing diaperstein for 35 years. I And I hear uh, diaper stain. I've heard diaper stain.
0: No, that's just insulting. Was that? Yeah, a, was that, that a, a, I
3: know. Did kids used to say that as an insult to you? No, no, I wasn't thank- thankfully bur- bullied, but but um,
0: no one ever. You're but, telling me uh, right now that no child ever said, what's your name? Brian Diaperstain never happened.
3: I mean, I heard diaperstain as like, you know, people were making fun of it, but not like because like they were like, you really
0: mean like other kids hurtful. in school were coming up to you going, excuse me, <coughs> Mr. Diaperstain, but they meant it respectfully.
3: I've heard di- I've heard diaperstain <laughs> a million times. I mean, on messages uh, on, you know, message machines on. And that's uh, the precursor to voicemails. Right. Message. (laughs) By the way,
0: so diaper steams means you're getting the hard R, which makes no, the hard I, I mean,
3: which makes no sense. Well,
4: there's Um, one. No, no. It's because there's no hard R's on this
3: podcast. Because there's one P. (laughs) There's one P. It's not D-I-P-P. It's just D-I-P. And so people think, oh, you know, like they they, they say, uh, like the diaper steam, diaper steam, because if there was just two P's, it would be definitely dipper. I think they're right. Yeah! Wow. Have you talked to your family about adding another P?
0: No, we we've discussed the adding the P because I'm, mean, let's be honest, they're not wrong when they see it. Here's like for example, here, mine is worse than yours. Now yours may sound worse because it has the word diaper. What? But wait, for <laughs> you for think it.
3: Rosenberg's worse than Dippers? No, Steve no, is. no, diaper no.
0: Steve is way worse. The mistake. No, no. Hear me out. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. The mistake is much more egregious. Yours makes sense. The hard I there makes sense because of the E. dipe. Yeah. It's stupid, but it makes sense. Mine happened yesterday somewhere. Makes no sense. Rosenberg. That makes no sense. Oh, that's just Wha- someone who's never met yeah. a
3: Jewish person before. By the way, that's Simply. all the
0: time all, I get Rosenberg. Not you uh, do on a on a semi regular basis. I get. I've never a, heard that. My I'm life. calling. A, I'm looking for a Peter Rosenberg. But that's there's insane. no. The word rose, it's right there for you. It, right. says, it says rose. <sighs> it it's all very upsetting. Does anyone anyone say to you, Greg, excuse me, Mr. Heidi?
4: No, I got Heidi like once. <laughs> but it's Heidi. not it's, doesn't. <laughs> Troy, Troy dropped his and I see a fark ass.
3: Oh, big Fark ass guy. Oh yeah, his like Troy Farkas? I mean, Farkas is, is the, is the na- last name of the cinch. Yeah, Farkas. What'd you get? Oh, Fark- What'd it- Farkas is like, you know, God knows what that is. Yeah,
0: what were people <laughs> calling a, you? There's
3: a lot to chew off there. What were people calling you instead of Farkas when you were a kid there,
0: Troy?
4: He's got a list in the chat. <laughs> you
0: got Farkas, fuck Fuckass, Farticus. Oh, I like that. I like that. And, oh, now, yeah. and now you've made it all the way to Troy the Goy.
4: Fardicus is very regal. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I- I'm gonna call you Troy Fardicus. Wow! All right, it's a step F- up. Fardicus is a sign of respect. Yeah, Farkus, it-
3: Dipperstein, Rosenberg. I mean, there's something going on here. By the way, uh, Fardicus, if your if your name's Troy
0: Fardicus, you're the kind of guy who can walk on to the middle of the show and and take authority with a name like that and tell us that we're gonna do the Black Power Rankings right now. Uh-
2: and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm and black, and I'm black, y'all.
0: Farticus, that's the kind of name that can use authority.
4: It's powerful. It's powerful.
0: Um, powerful music I bring to the table. I'm going to go first because I don't want you to steal mine. You know I got to give it to my boy Swerve Scott. Uh, You took mine. Eh. Darn it. Well, you could take Keith Lee, but... um, Okay. They are your new AEW World Tag Team Champions. I don't know Keith Lee very well. I love Swerve Scott. Very, He'll very happy. Great f- guy. He's a great guy. Congratulations, Swerve Scott. Um, this is a... And by, and by the way, this is a good title change. This makes sense. This is this is worthwhile. <clears throat> this is beneficial to the titles, beneficial to the team. I'm with it. Uh, what do you have, SGG?
4: I'm going to give it to Keith Lee. I'm going to go with the other half of... The tag team, uh, first black tag team champions in AEW. You That's right. Know, you know, Scorpio Sky was champion, but he was just just champion. Keith Lee became one half of the first black tag team champions in AEW. You know, you know I love that. And uh, the match was great to boot. Um, the only reason I gotta admit, the only reason I'm not giving it to Keith and Swerve is because uh when Black Rast <laughs> dropped their BRP 50, Swerve Stated publicly that he doesn't like being included on these uh black wrestler lists and that he would rather be included in lists that included all wrestlers. So out of respect to his wishes, I'm going to leave him off the Black Power oh, Rankings. Oh, no. This I didn't. Know. Well, sorry,
0: Swerve. I didn't know. So you're, you're on my going list.
4: Just to Keith Lee this week. <laughs> my pick for the Black Power <laughs> Rankings. <laughs>
0: Wow, that is, you you really do have, not just you, anyone describing that has to twist themselves in a pretzel. Um, But
3: either way, sorry, sorry, Swerve. What do you have, Dip? I'm going to give it to uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Wow, really, really good stuff by you. I really enjoyed that. (laughs) By the way, what did I say a couple weeks ago when I was on? I said, I'm going to give it to Montez Ford until he becomes WWE champion. So I'm going to go with that again. Thank you. (sighs) Even The Rock, The Rock has had enough. Did you see what? I mean, The Rock made some comment last week or two weeks ago where he's like, OK, it's time for
4: Montez. Well, he needs to come take the title and then lay down for Montez then. Fine. I'm sure he would. <laughs> and, and honestly, honorable mention to MVP for kicking ass in that three piece suit. But he didn't MVP, unbutton a single button.
3: MVP looks the best he's, uh, he's, looked, he ever, he's ever looked maybe right now. And I love he's starting to be like a little bit more lively in these promos. He, he's doing great work. Honestly, he's the man. Last time He's
4: I uh, still doing great work, I should say
3: MVP was, you know, there was a there was a
0: rumor that went around. Did we mention the rumor a couple of months ago about MVP and Chris Jericho? We
4: did not <laughs> Jericho Jericho. We might have actually we might have. I think we are going to mention it briefly.
3: Yeah,
0: we did. I think we did. Right. That Jericho said something about I don't fight jobbers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, please. This is going to surprise everyone. But uh, I've heard I've heard the story and the version that we've heard is shockingly not exactly true <laughs> yeah can you believe that now <sinking bliss> all right Keith Harrington writes us and says good afternoon 24 7 champ and now that you've joined the list of people from the WWE that Phil Mushnick has named to cling on to his spot on the island <laughs> of kind of relevant, we'll be waiting for you in catering at the next pay-per-view cheering like When a young Henry Hill got his first court case in Goodfellas, (laughs) Um, it seems like being targeted by that no talent hack is like a rite of passage. Stay mage and stay made. I'm going to go get the papers. Get the papers. Keith two times Harrington. Wow. Mail beautiful message there. I love the Henry Hill walking through and walking out of court in Goodfellas. I thought about that this week, though, when I got ripped apart by this guy who's uh, famous for ripping apart the WWE. I was like, I I did feel sort of like, wow, I'm really, I really made it. I really made it because he's been doing it for a long time. Uh, Desmond writes us. Male. Sweet Pete, SGG, and Ric Flair, Dipperstein. First time, long time fan of the pod, even longer uh, time fan of Pete since your boy Mikey got the tape back in 2006. Wow. He's referencing something very old. My question is about your planned trip to my hometown of Nashville for the biggest party of the summer. Hype is building for the weekend as more matches get announced for SummerSlam plus with Ric Flair's final match with his in law, Jay Lethal and Nashville royalty double J (laughs) fresh off referee duty. The city may be lit but that's all secondary to making sure the leaders of the cheap heat universe are dining and dining. What plans do you all have? I have some recommendations just in case Pete and dip for the closest thing to NYC bagels. I recommend a quick stop at H and S bagel in Midtown. Trust that you won't find a better hand rolled bagel in town. The Taylor ham, egg and cheese changed my life. And the lock spread is chef's kiss for a more authentic Diner experience, though, get down to the Green Hills area and Nashville Delicatessen, a Nashville staple for years. Options and options to satisfy Nashville, Nashville, make make Mima proud and get down there for a bowl of matzo ball soup or any number of deli sandwiches. I love this guy. Whenever I die, I, I hope I end up in Nashville. And finally, to the physically large devourer of delicious chicken, Nashville welcomes you with open arms. Just as the tribal chief loves you, so does the famous hot chicken that has brought many people to spicy ecstasy, followed hours later to a hopefully clean commode. <laughs> right. Wrestling this guy, may This guy's character. good. Wrestling may have more than one royal family, but Prince's Hot Chicken Shack is the only regal spot for for delicious chicken in town get oh, their mild style you don't need to show out with medium for us i respect you too much to let you go out like that
4: can i tell you princess was already on my hit list
0: yeah and i, I hit princess last time it's it's fantastic my our favorite our, our favorite place we went to in national is actually hattie b's um we'll we'll pick a night for him for a collabo meal SUG. it'll be fun it's a it's a great town. And of course, I'd love the chance to meet up with other peckerheads with a life over the weekend while you're here. We got our own tailgate social. Maybe it's worth another visit. Wow, they do? What? Congratulations on the engage of the cinch, Pete. Keep up the great work, guys. Come to Nashville, stay mage, and enjoy yourself. Desmond. Desmond. What a guy. We love Desmond. Desmond's a great
3: guy. Great that was... Uh, my man my man Desmond and I we we DM. I know this guy. Oh, you do? You know, De- oh, you know yeah. Desmond from Nashville? I love this guy. If it's who I'm thinking. Is I mean, he, a, he this is, guy is he a great, a great guy? guy? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Desmond. Uh, Jeff Taylor.
0: Male. At the end of July I'll be visiting New York with family, and while there are many areas where your collective New York knowledge could be useful, what I'd really like are the best places to get bagels and schmears. We'll be bouncing around the city. So don't feel locked to a particular neighborhood. Thanks for letting me tell my wife I'm going to email a wrestling podcast for bagel recommendations and have it not be a lie. Jeff Taylor, <laughs> Chicago. Um, I, I'll say, listen, if you want to get that quintessential New York experience, honestly, um, go to Barney Greengrass, okay? Barney Greengrass is the quintessential most New York-y schmear place. Oh, that one. And Dip, what's the one... Um. Russ and Daughters also is yeah, very, very big. Russ and Daughters. I
4: it. I
3: mean, so, you know.
0: so if you're downtown, first and first, Russ and Daughters. If you're up on the Upper West Side in the '80s, Barney Greengrass. Hollywood note on the show Californication, which I used to be a huge fan of. David Duchovny,
4: Barney's Greengrass, con-
0: doesn't he? He D- David Duchovny conceived his child in the bathroom at Barney's Greengrass. <laughs> wow! So just a little, just a little note for everyone. All right, let's get one more. But these emails have been hard to beat, man. It's almost like I should get out right now. These have been so damn good. All right. uh, Here we go. Mail. Eric says, uh, great to hear SGG's Hawaii story about Kama Hama Ha. Kama Hameha.
4: Kamehameha. Kamehameha.
0: Kamehameha. 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 (laughs) Kamehameha. Kamehameha. That's it, right? <laughs> you're
4: going to run into a bunch of Polynesians next week. I will get this right.
0: Kamehameha.
4: Kamehameha. Okay. Kamehameha? Kamehameha, yes. Yeah, that, that,
0: that sounds right now. Kamehameha. There we go. I got it. Okay, great to hear SG's Hawaii story about Kamehameha. My wife and I went in 2018 for our five-year anniversary, and I had the exact same excitement and interest when they told us about The Rock making a movie about Kamehameha. Kamehameha then. Hopefully it still happens. Back then, the locals were upset because The Rock isn't Hawaiian, and they wanted Jason Momoa to play the character. <laughs> P.S. Worst bit. Tiny balls, maximum male models,
3: or the judgment day? Tiny balls. The
0: tiny worst, balls thing is terrible. Worst yeah. bit.
4: Tiny balls.
3: Yeah. I, 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 I love maximum male models. I'm all in on it. Same. It's, it's, it's ready for this? Something. Jace.
4: <laughs> it's something. what
3: it what what is something
4: maximum, maximum male
0: models. Models. no no maximum male models is something A Jace. although Quentin writes us and says mail mm. what's up Cheap heat first of all first of all love the show it's something I look forward to every week I was surprised to hear that you enjoy the segment for maximum male models because for me after the second week I was already over it I've described it as one of the dumbest gimmicks WWE has ever had if not the dumbest I okay. really hate what WWE is doing with NXT talent when they get called up changing their whole gimmick, once they arrive, what was wrong with the way they built what they were built up to get called up? What was wrong with what they built up to get called up? It's the same with max Dupree. Why change? What wasn't broken? Anyways, just wanted to voice my opinion. And if you haven't heard anyone, not like maximum male models. Now you have stay mage and enjoy yourselves. Quentin from Georgia. I've heard both. I've probably heard more. I've heard more love. I've heard more love than not. Um, I, it, listen it's 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 a slight something it's a slight something slight something. I think it's a sliver of something I mean McAfee's screaming through the whole thing like it's the biggest thing in the world to me is a little like I feel like he should be mocking it a little bit not saying this is the greatest thing in the world I mean how could it yeah, how it, could not mocking it because he does that right because so it ends up making it like this is stupid. <coughs> you know like I'd rather because you are pretending it's good it makes it stupid. If you call it stupid, it could make it good.
3: Exactly. Well, said.
0: But, w- but when you start going, this is the greatest thing I've
3: ever seen. No one believes that. Why would it's it kind of like, you know what you're talking about, Peter Rosenberg?
0: I know it's, it's weird. I know a little thing about wrestling or two, but you know, why would maximum male models be something that would really excite a wrestling fan?
3: Um, <clears throat> I got to give a shout out to my guy, um, and and fellow wrestling nerd Paul Walter Hauser on his performance in the show Blackbird on Apple. Oh, is Blackbird um, worth watching? The, oh yeah, oh yeah, Blackbird's mage. Woof. What's it about? about- <laughs> <If> you love <laughs> yeah, true well- crime. It's about um a guy that goes to prison, and uh, in order to lessen his sentence, he has to befriend a serial killer and and uh, find out the location of a body. And of course, that's not all it is, but. That's the, the basic premise. I think I,
0: maybe I watched the trailer.
3: And it's Taryn Edgerton and Paul Walter Hauser at their finest.
4: Well, shout shout out, out to Paul, to Paul Walter. P.W.H. P- P- H- 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 Apple H- TV is Plus not. has some heat on it, though. Low key. Like it's,
0: it's, We're very big on physical in this house.
3: I Oh, you yeah, haven't watched physical yet. Very but I, gotta, I, also, I also got to give a shout out, out to my guy, Mike S., S- my Haku plug. Uh, my LJN plug, who my sent Haku me a, an, plug? My, <laughs> yeah, he, he okay. sent me he, sent he said me, that I, with no irony. Said, there was no irony when he said he, uh, that, uh, the, my that Haku it. plug. Excuse me. Excuse me.
2: Excuse me. <laughs> Yo, by the way,
3: <laughs> he sent me an out. Excuse, hey, he sent excuse me the. a beautiful, pristine <laughs> Outback Jack accessory hat. It's absolutely gorgeous. And he has it. He gave me an Outback Jack, too. So now I have two outback jacks and an outback jack hat. Mahaku plug.
1: <laughs>
4: wow, Yo, since that. since we close it on shoutouts, I gotta shout out my boy Arun. He texted me. Uh, we are we are the maximum mage models.
3: Ooh, I like that, Arun. I like that too. The
4: maximum mage models.
3: Even though what I'm clearly the best looking one on this podcast. <laughs> uh,
4: that's, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. I mean, Man. depends Um, Depends what you ask
3: ask. maybe Troy maybe Troy's the best looking yeah look at him yeah look at that he's an Adonis that's
4: why he doesn't (laughs) show his face out of respect for us
3: adorable Uh, Adrian Adonis all right everyone enjoy your week we will catch you next
0: week in our big go home to SummerSlam I guess I'll be in Nashville by the time I talk to you guys next week hopefully Dipperstein will bless us again with his presence Um, hopefully his Haku plug will come through with everything that's needed I need a uh,
3: <laughs> hold on. I need a Terry Funk branding iron. I don't have a Terry Funk branding iron. Okay. <laughs> right. That's big. I don't have that. That's big. I can't find it. I had it years ago, and now I don't need know where it is Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg.
0: And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together.
3: Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time. Shout out to that guy, Red. Red Heart is the greatest professional
5: wrestler in the history of the art form mm m m m